welcome to the Find Calm Here podcast. I'm Deb Shell, creator of Find Calm Here, a consulting agency and community helping Mighty Network hosts build, launch, and grow their thriving Mighty Networks. On this podcast, I share conversations I have with Mighty Network hosts who have built, launched, and grow their Mighty Network. They share what's worked for them and offer resources that can help them find calm in community building process. If you are a Mighty Network host, I'd like to invite you to join us inside the Find Calm Here community. You'll receive support, tools, and resources that I use with my clients to help you have a successful launch, grow your membership, and tackle any challenge with the support of peers in a safe space that's affordable and enjoyable. Uh, We just started hosting Mighty Mondays, which is a live uh, monthly tech and strategy session, and I hope you can join us during those. I'm happy to introduce, introduce today's guest, Callie. And I forgot to ask you your last name is Mickle, I think. Um, now she's um thank you. She's a member of Location Indie. Uh, it's a money network uh, for those who are seeking to leave their nine to five job and become location independent. And I've actually been a member. My anniversary is in June. I've been a member of Location Indie for four years. And if you listen to the past episode we just aired, it's going to be with Jason Moore, and he is the co-founder of uh, the Location Indie community. This is part two in a part three series of us featuring the Location Indie community and, and kind of getting some different perspectives from a host, which is the episode we did with Jason. And then we're going to do one with Callie today with as, as our member perspective. And then following this episode will be one with Lynn, who is the community manager of the Location Indie community. Um, so Ka- Kelly uh, recently quit her job and is now location independent thanks to the support of the Lifestyle Launch Academy program inside Location Indy. She discovered her love for travel after a panic attack as a middle school student, which developed into agoraphobia, if I'm saying that right, uh, keeping her inside her home for two years. Later in her life, she found the strength to face her fears and wanted to make up for lost time and opportunities. She joined Location Indy in December of 2020 and has since been able to learn through the community and groups how to build, launch, and grow her virtual assistant business and is now working full-time as a location-independent assistant. You can correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) Welcome to the Find Calm Here podcast. Thank you. Thank you. No, that was all correct. Great. Awesome. So share with me a little bit of your journey because I know you were talking, um, we're talking about some of the different uh, obstacles that you had in your life um, that kind of prompted you to to want to have a different lifestyle, right? For sure, for sure. So yeah, back in um, middle school, I, I've always had very much like a shy, kind of quiet personality, um, scared of a lot of things, very timid. Um, and I actually had a panic attack in school and um, it kind of set off this series of events. And slowly I just got more and more scared of everything to the point where, you know, I wasn't even leaving the house. And um, so I got pulled out of school, um, therapists and medication and, you know, everyone trying to figure out what was wrong, but, um, I did online school for a few years and I think that's what kind of, um, gave me that need to like, want to have a lifestyle where I had that sort of freedom because I would do a couple hours of schoolwork in the morning. And then, you know, the rest of the day I had to do whatever I want. My mom had to go to work. So I was essentially, you know, home by myself as a, as a high schooler. And you kind of learn a lot of autonomy and and freedom and kind of I can do the same thing that everyone else is doing for you know they go to school for seven eight hours a day I do a couple hours and then I'm done so that kind of transferred into my work life of wanting to 
do something where, you know, I don't, the idea of being stuck in an office for 40 hours a week is just terrible. And it was a long road of, of, um, getting back into doing things in general, leaving the house, you know, it's a, a quick trip to the supermarket or eating out at a restaurant. And then, you know, slowly, eventually I did go back to school and, um, college and all that. And it's been, you know, 10, 10 plus years of having to continually like face my fears. And now um, I don't have panic attacks very often, but anxiety is kind of something I always deal with. And um, yeah, so uh, I got the email. I got an email from Kara and Nate and um, talking about this side hustle success challenge I had never heard of. Um, location India. I had no clue that there was a community out there that offered all of this. And um, I waited until the last day to join because I thought it was going to be something where, you know, I take a class and I, I take a couple notes and, you know, that's it. And I go on with my life of trying to find something that, you know, fits my lifestyle. At this time, I was uh, doing transcription work and it was part time and I had a flexible schedule. So I was I was kind of there, but I wasn't totally there with the, you know, traveling and being able to do what I wanted to do. Um, and so I got an email from them to join the side hustle success challenge. And I did that. Absolutely loved it. The community aspect is, is everything and and so welcoming. And so when I got the invitation to go through the lifestyle launch Academy, LLA and join the mighty network, I agreed and went through all that. and, And that's how I kind of got into it all. Yeah, the um, Kara and Nate, can you remind me how um, I think you were you were telling me a while ago, but remind them, like, just share with the listeners how you who who they are and what what the email was about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, they are travel vloggers. Um, so part of kind of um, being inspired to like travel, especially when I have such bad anxiety, it was really helpful to go on YouTube and watch other people who are doing, you know, all this really cool stuff. Um, so I had been following them and, and they've, you know, been to, uh, over, uh, or at a hundred countries and they gained a big following. So, um, they sent out an email, um, basically asking if, if you wanted to join, this uh, side hustle success challenge and that, you know, they, they are really um, trustworthy and that they're like, you know, we don't, we don't normally ask this kind of stuff. So that was, that was part of the thing of, of um, getting an invitation from people that you really like and trust and kind of um, not even advertising, but just kind of saying, Hey, there, there's this thing, this really cool thing. If you want to try it out. Yeah, I get uh, their their emails too, and they're very transparent about their business and about how they um, how they earn money uh, as travel bloggers or vloggers. And um, so mm-hmm. they're super. Um, I've met them in the location indie community a long time ago, and um, was really inspired by their journey. But I think wanted to just pick at that a little bit, go a little bit more in depth there with you know how did you transition from somebody who was not wanting to go out at all. And I know you said a little bit of like, you know, going to the store here and there, but how does it transition from somebody who's just like trying to get back into like normal, maybe what quote unquote normal life would be for most people. Right. And then transition into that from that person into being like, oh, well now I actually want to go travel if that's the interest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So a lot of it is kind of finding what works for you. Um, You know, some people do have 
chemical imbalances and need medication. I did not. And I remember the first day I did, they did put me on medication. I slept the whole day and I was like, nope, not for me. Um, for me, a lot of it was um, slowly trying to get back out into doing things. Um, one thing I really love dance. So, you know, doing dance classes for an hour um, and, and that kind of thing and getting down into the root of like the psychological aspects of like, oh, I'm really scared. I'm going to make this mistake. Well, what's the worst that can happen? Or kind of knowing that they're silly, irrational thoughts. Um, and when I graduated high school as kind of a gift, my grandpa took me to England um, for a week. And that was kind of the like, oh, traveling internationally is like the biggest eye opener. And you learn so much. And um, a lot of people say, you know, once you travel, you you catch that travel bug. And that was definitely the case for me, because I saw that, you know, there's so much out there to experience. And um, I feel like part of me feels like that I've been trying to like catch up on missed opportunities and missed experiences from maybe times that I was too scared and said no or refused or stayed home because of my anxiety. So now I kind of felt like there was like something to prove of, you know, I want to go out and do these hard things and prove to myself that I can do them and, um, you know, being empowered by that. That's a very inspiring perspective to have because you could just return to like, it's hard enough when you have some kind of like an experience like that to just even get back to wanting to, like you said, go out and just <clears throat> go to the store and go to restaurants and things like that. But to really challenge mm-hmm. yourself and level up and say, all right, well, I can do more. I, you know, that takes a different perspective and a different mindset. And so I think it's really inspiring for you to share that with other people who might relate to maybe not having the experience in depth as, as much as you have, but maybe similar experiences. I know, um, there's a lot of people, especially like myself included that, um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not quite sure about this whole reemergence thing after the pandemic (laughs) and, um, you know, I gained weight and it's like, I feel, you know, I have different emotions now around like seeing people and it's just different being in person now with people and which I love being in in person with people, but so I can kind of relate to some of the feelings, not being sure about. Yeah. Just some of those emotions. I can certainly relate to some of that. Um, But it's an inspiring story to transition. And so you had this amazing experience that was travel related and you wanted to travel more. Mm -hmm. And so you joined um, mm-hmm. the location, their location in these lifestyle launch Academy. Tell me a little bit about that mm-hmm. experience. Cause you did the challenge, which was like, I think like a seven day challenge or something yeah. like that. And that kind of was giving you some, mm-hmm. some things <clears throat> that was like a free challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was like, I think it was like $7. Okay. So it was a low entry to, to, low entry barrier to get in kind of a thing. So maybe you had a little upfront investment, Mm -hmm. but it was like enough that it wasn't like going to hold you back from like signing up right away, but it wasn't asking a lot of you, but Mm -hmm. then somehow with that challenge, it got you inspired to like join the lifestyle launch Academy. Cause then was it more like a, you actually saw that this life is possible for you. Is that kind of what it was or. Yeah, for sure. I, um, 
I had kind of because I was such a fan of Kara and Nate and a couple other like, you know, bucket list family who were doing this, you know, traveling, vlogging lifestyle. I had kind of had it in my head that like, oh, I would love to do something like that and, you know, show the the good, bad and ugly of anxiety and kind of what what this journey is like for me. Um, so I had had an idea of like, maybe I can get to a point where I can quit my job and do this. And I just didn't really know how I was going to do that. And also YouTube was kind of getting to the point where it's, you know, so saturated and there's, you know, so much content being pushed that I just didn't know how to gain a following or anything like that. Um, so with the seven day side hustle challenge, um, that kind of set the building blocks of like, oh, you know, that people actually can do this. And um, it it helped me build and figure out how to actually have this lifestyle. And it, it, they kind of get you thinking about what you can do. And I definitely switched ideas a whole bunch trying to figure out like, how can I make this work? And it, it was enough to get it going. And he, um, uh, Travis made a really good point that you can invest in yourself. And, you know, if, if you want to sell these types of things, you know, you want people to invest in you and your business, what are you doing to invest in yourself? And I think that was kind of the point that I, that kind of got me to where I was like, yep, okay. I kind of need to do this because you can, you can always do it. Um, by yourself and you can figure it out. And I'm, I'm a huge learner. I love to learn and, and teach myself how to do things, but with something on this scale of kind of achieving your dream lifestyle, having the community was the biggest part. And that was like, again, with this timid and shy nature and stuff, when I would go on the challenges, when, you know, I have these people messaging me and talking to me and um, welcoming me that who were all part of LI, um, that was such a huge thing because I don't start the conversations myself and for them to be there and welcoming me and making me feel like part of a group. That's why I was willing to invest because I knew that, you know, these were the people that I wanted to be around, the people that shared the same dream as me and the same goals. And uh, I've realized like how valuable that is. Mm, So you joined, you had the, the Lifestyle Launch Academy. When did you start that and how long of a program is that? Yeah. So I started that. Um, it started, I think like a week after the side hustle success challenge. So it was kind of keeping up that momentum and that went for, I want to say two or three months of, um, you know, weekly calls and, um, all of that. And, uh, at the end they let you know that, you know, you can obviously join, um, the, the location indie community and, and keep up with the involvement and all that. And it, it is great motivation and, and I put so much work. Um, so I wanted to, to continue that. So, um, in November, December, um, is when I switched over and, and joined, um, LI. Gotcha. So the Lifestyle Launch Academy, uh, you had some like maybe instruction or coursework and then there were some live calls. Like it was a combination of some instruction and then live calls. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mixture of um, you have a weekly kind of coaching call with a whole group of everyone else who joined um, LLA at the same time. 
And then you had, you know, they gave you courses to watch and you were already in the LI community. So you get, you got to start, um, you know, posting and, and interacting uh, with other people. And I know all of us did like, you know, introduction posts and all that, that kind of stuff. Um, so we were working on the, the career dream lifestyle aspect um, on top of, of being in the community. There was a structure to it, a roadmap or some kind of structure that told you, you know, this is where we're starting, you know, start here. Here are the videos that we want you to start with or, or how did that work? Yeah, you could do it at your own pace, um, but they did have a, a structure of, you know, first, um, one of the things that makes their program so unique is that they have you look at the lifestyle you want first, instead of like thinking about, oh, this is a business I could start, right? So like, you know, what kind of hours are you looking to be working? You know, who do you want to serve and, and why? And all those uh, really important questions before you should even be thinking about like what kind of job you or or business or whatever lifestyle you want to create um so that made it so unique because I had I had never experienced that before so you talked a little bit about having I'm picking all this stuff apart (laughs) just because I had I had this exact (laughs) I had a similar experience except I didn't go through LLA um and so okay I'm that's why I'm asking about LLA because I feel like it's helpful to know the onboarding, when I talk to clients um, who launch communities and have courses, we talk about onboarding a lot. And one of the things that you're describing mm-hmm. is how they onboard you. And you're describing that experience as a member. And in each step, they could have lost you at some point, like that you could have not been involved, but they were really involved mm-hmm. to make sure that each step of the way, like you got the content, you knew where that was, right? They um, Tell me a little bit more about, yeah, just the experience of like coming into the Money Network and how it was to like find the content or find different aspects of like connecting with people and sharing your your information and that kind of thing. I guess the easeability would be a little yeah. So question. they sent yeah. Yeah, um, they sent out an email um, and kind of one of the things was um, logging into LI and the Mighty Network was separate from where they hosted the courses. So um, they did really good of outlining the steps of one, you need to sign on to this, two, this is separate, but here's where your courses are essentially and where you can get into, you know, the weekly calls and stuff like that. And um, a lot of communication of um, when they had uh, our first coaching call, they made sure, you know, can everyone see where your courses are and, you know, have you been in LI? And I know Casey posted a, um, a, a, um, meeting that, you know, would go in depth on, on using the mighty network and, and joining groups and, um, through the through the few weeks, I think I think it was about seven or eight weeks worth of coaching calls. I definitely noticed that you know our numbers would start to dwindle. But I think the fact that um, I did get so involved, and especially in the Mighty Networks, I joined um, like the VA group and and really kind of put myself out there and and shared my story. And I think I got so much back from it that um, you know I was I was part of the group that kind of stuck with it and decided to to keep up with it. Why did you decide to 
sign up, you said you wanted, you did the course, but then you wanted to continue with location. Do so you had paid something to, to do the LLA program and then joining location and was an, an additional payment. Um, what was the importance of you really deciding you wanted to make that, um, something you're going to keep, you're going to keep being a part of? Yeah. Again, I think just being, um, really shy and kind of struggling to make connections. And all of a sudden I was in a group that understood the lifestyle that I was trying to achieve. And there's people who had already achieved the lifestyle was so valuable. And, you know, I love my family and they're so great, but they didn't really understand what I was trying to do. Um, They supported me, which is great, but they didn't, you know, kind of the struggles that come along with trying to create a business and, you know, working remotely and, you know, holding yourself accountable, um, all those, all those little pieces. um, It was so helpful to have um, people who had already done it and that I could fall back on and say, Hey, I don't really know how to do this or not even that I didn't know, but I'd be like, I'm so nervous to kind of take this next step. Is there anything you could recommend? And that's part of what makes the community aspect so valuable is because everyone is always so friendly and so willing to help. You know, everyone's like, hey, like, do you want me to look over your welcome packet? Or, hey, I, I saw this article and I thought of you. And um, that was really what, what kind of um, brought me in as well as uh, the fact that I had learned what virtual assistant work was through going through the side hustle success challenge. I had never heard of it before and I didn't know what it was. And um, I was learning more about that. So I was part of the VA babies group that, um, you know, helped you learn about this particular business of, of being a VA um, as well as I started by um, asking if anyone wanted a social media audit. So those kind of um, the people within LI were some of my first, you know, clients or discovery calls and to have that experience before um, spreading out to people who, you know, aren't involved in the community again was such a huge confidence booster and um, such a great community to be a part of, to be able to kind of, you know, practice and, and get my feet on the ground instead of trying to do all of this by myself. Yeah, you mentioned about networking and just being able to like bounce ideas off of each other. I think, you know, the uh, the VA group that you're talking about was led by Casey, who has been a full-time virtual assistant for quite a while, has a really great experience and was trained from some of the best virtual assistants in what she does. And so um, I was a part of that group too, because it's some there was a point in the last year that I was thinking about being a virtual assistant. And I think, I didn't know a whole lot about it. And it's funny because when I joined Location Indie, Casey's like, oh, you're going to be a virtual assistant. You're like totally meant to be a virtual assistant. I'm like, no, no, I don't think so. And I was going to do a, tr- you know, all these different ideas. And so I kind of got lost. And I feel like um, what, what I was curious about was how did you, um, you, know, you said you had a couple ideas, like how did you narrow in on the, vir- the virtual assistant? Was it something you were already thinking about? And then you just kind of like decided this is what I'm going to do? Yeah, I definitely had a hard time because I at first I was thinking about, you know, maybe some sort of like coaching and, and you know, my experience with anxiety. Um, it would be really awesome to be able to help other people out who are maybe going through the same thing. Um, 
And, you know, so that was an idea for a little while, or maybe someone who, you know, helping people who have anxiety and want to travel and maybe like, you know, guides that maybe think about specific things that could trigger anxiety, like, you know, parking situations, which is a really funny thing. But when you have anxiety, like that's the type of stuff you worry about. Um, So I was thinking about all those different things. And um, I think trying to look at my skill set starting as a VA was the easiest um, in terms of and, and being VA is such a broad term. So, you know, there's some people who do like email marketing and, and um, you know, website design and graphic design. And thankfully, because I had been doing YouTube just personally for fun for a little bit, I had experience with um, Canva and, and a little bit of graphic editing. And um, so I, I fell into the kind of social media, um, social media manager aspect of being a VA because, I've just used social media personally. So I thought that that was something that I knew enough about um, that I could start to offer right away. And so I I did, I joined um, uh, LI um, like fall winter of last year. And by January, I had my first, you know, paying clients. So it was, it was a really quick turnover and transition of trying to figure everything out. That's really great. That. That's very fast. And and so how is it going since uh, January to it's uh, almost June as we're recording this? How has it been going for you in your first six months of location independent, officially virtual assistant work? <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Um, it was a lot of figuring everything out and very, very much humbling myself of, you know, admitting, hey, I don't really know how to do this. Um, the the client work itself was really thrilling to, you know, already have clients and, and be really doing the things that I enjoy to do, like, you know, creating posts and offering my ideas to, to help these businesses out. Um, I, I work with all um, independent business owners. So, you know, they're trying to juggle everything themselves. So to be a part of their team and like help them is a really great feeling. Um, but the struggle has been the back end stuff of like, you know, setting up a business and I just got my, you know, LLC thrown together and then learning, you know, now I have to open a, a bank account and getting EIN numbers and I don't know anything about taxes and it's just kind of realizing that um, I think something that was really tied to my anxiety is that um, I felt like I wanted to be perfect at everything and realizing like, that's not going to work. This isn't going to work. So just reminding myself to enjoy the day by day and not trying to scare myself off by thinking I need to do this, 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 and this, and um, just, just enjoying it really. But um, I officially quit my job, what, two weeks ago now. So I've had two weeks off. Um, and I'm already up in uh, Alaska visiting my family and just to, you know, wake up and do a couple hours of work or, you know, I, this morning I woke up, did an hour, then I went on a little hike to a waterfall and now I'm back at home going to do a few more hours. So it's just, it's been really awesome. And I think, like I said, I could have learned to do it by myself, but being part of a community that supported that, I felt like I hit my goal so much faster than I ever thought I could. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I'm glad that you're sharing with us some of your your lifestyle because that's what it's about as an entrepreneur is we want to, you know, we want to, we create our own 
like running our own day instead of having the day run us, as mm-hmm. they say. And you can get into as an entrepreneur the you know, the race of like, I have to learn all of it and it has to be perfect. And I have to compete against people who Mm -hmm. have been doing it for 15 years. And it's like, you can get in your head that way. And and, and I love that you're um, finding some calm basically around this journey of entrepreneurship and and trying to enjoy the journey of what is going to be, you know, your work of your, of your work. And that's how, you know, it's hard to, to sometimes wrap your mind around like all of those things and letting go of like the perfection aspects. Some people mm-hmm. it's a little harder to let, let go of. So congratulations for like that and and that you left your job and that's super exciting. Um, I just want to wrap up with a, like one or two more questions for the um, community aspect, going back to location indie, what's your favorite part of the community? Like if there is a feature um, whether it's like an event that you really like, or whether it's just like the group, um, like accountability, or um, y- you know, is there any features or functions that you really like of Location Indie? I think definitely the events as a whole um, is probably my favorite. That's what I participate in the most. And I think if it wasn't for, um, you know, the co-working session, sometimes I have a bunch of stuff that I just don't want to do. And I kind of force myself to go to a co-working session. So I sit there and do it. Um, or, you know, the accountability calls or even like the social calls are really fun. And it kind of cements that, that aspect of, getting to know one another and and speaking, you know, even though we're all separated face to face, um, having that is, is really unique. I think I would have, um, stuck with it or, or used it as much if it was just the posting. Cause I, I don't do that too much anymore. Um, so yeah, I really love those. That's where I was going to ask you next is around the posting of, if you comment or if you're really active in posting things, or if it's more about showing up on the events, which is what you kind of answered, right? Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the events. Um, the posting, I, I did do it a lot back when I was still asking for a lot of help. I think I've gotten to a point now where I'm kind of just trying to maintain what I have going on. So I don't use it as much. I did notice, actually, I was looking through it the other day. Um, and I did notice that I have wasn't following a couple of the different um, like categories or tags that they have. So for example, I wasn't following introductions. So I didn't notice that I didn't even see, like it didn't show me any of the new introductions of anyone else who has joined since. Um, so I realized I had missed out on a bunch of posts. Like I kind of clicked them all so I could see everything that was like available and that people were posting. That's good though. Yeah, it shows up uh, really predominantly in your feed when you're following a topic. And so that's a good note yeah. for hosts who are listening, um, making sure that you're pointing your members to these places that you want them to see content and, um, uh, you know, pulling their attention to certain things. Like if you're really interested in focusing on one topic that you're following that topic for sure. Um, is there anything that you wish Location Indie offered or had? I was trying to think of this and I I couldn't really think of anything. Um, The only thing is maybe just still coming up and and Lynn's doing a great job with this um, now that she's the new community manager of just kind of finding new events and new fun things to kind of keep people interested. 
Um, sometimes when it's just the same old, same old, you kind of get a little used to it. Um, and so, you know, now, like lately, I, I kind of stopped doing the accountability calls a little bit and, um, you know, so just keeping things fun and, and interesting and, and adding new new features or, you know, maybe collaborative projects and stuff like that. Um, I think that that kind of keeps me interested in wanting to keep using it. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a great point. Keeping it fresh, keeping uh, new new ideas flowing and, and having new generations. I know we were, did some games last year. We had some social happy hours mm-hmm. last year. Um, sometimes they get to some of the co-working and sometimes that's fun because then it kind of gives you a little a little bit of um, socialization where it's like, okay, I'm going to go get this work done, but I also get to see a lot of cool people. <laughs> so I think that's super helpful. Um, yeah. The only other thing I was going to ask you, I know um, I had a ticket for Location Indies Camp Indie, and I still have that. And as of now, I'm still tentatively planning on going. And so I guess it's moved to September now. Um, I don't know if you're interested in like meeting in person, everybody. Is that something that you're interested in, like if they offer more in-person events going forward? Yeah, for sure. I would definitely be interested in that. I know there was a couple of us in Florida that we were talking about um, potentially meeting, but yeah, I think that would be really great. Have you, yeah. Have you met any location, any members at all in person yet? I haven't, I haven't, not yet. And you're, where are you based out of? Um, I'm in Florida. I'm in uh, central Florida by Tampa. Okay. There are a couple location indie members in Florida. So mm-hmm. I don't know where you're, where they are in, in comparison to where you are in Florida is a really big state, <laughs> but yeah. um, it might be cool. I know um, there's some people in Pennsylvania here and there's some people in um, Virginia and a couple different places around the country. So it's cool to like, um, Jason and I talked a little bit about this, but like, it's cool to like that you could like you know, post like I'm in, you know, I'm in Alaska right now, or I'm in Florida or I'm in Tennessee or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, is anybody, or, you know, does anybody want to meet up? Cause I've done that. Um, I've done that before and met up with people in person or connected with, I was, uh, in Maine in January and I was in Maine and driving down, um, from Maine back to Pennsylvania. And, uh, Lily was like, Oh, well, we're in Massachusetts. Do you want to stop by? And so I ended up spending a you know, a half a day with Lily in Massachusetts, which was really great because I hadn't seen her since uh, the the Mex uh, the Mex- Mexico trip, which was in 2019. So I've seen people yeah. uh, in LI. I've went to the Denver experience that was in 2018 uh, in Denver, and then the Mexico experience, which was in Carcero, Mexico, in 2019. And um, hopefully, I'll be at Camp Indy. We'll see how everything goes over the rest of the year, but. Um, so excited. And if I get to meet you in person, that would be lovely. I would love to, to meet you as well. Um, if I'm down in the Florida, I was just in Cocoa beach. So, uh, I was just in the, yeah. the Florida area a couple of weeks ago, but, um, next time I'm in Florida, I'll reach out to you if I'm anywhere near you for sure. So for sure. Yeah. Well, lovely to have you on the fine calm here podcast. Thanks so much for being so, uh, just really open and, and sharing your experience, uh, as a community member in the location indie community. If anybody's interested, uh, you are, I guess, for hire, right? You're available, however you want to say that, yeah. as far as <laughs> yep. taking clients on. If anybody's looking for, uh, what is your specialty? You said social media? Yep, social media marketing, content creation, all that. Yeah, so if anybody's interested, I will have links in the show notes to, to your website. If you want to share, uh, just uh, let us know, everybody, where you can find, where everybody can find you. 
Yeah, so my website is Callie Jean, so that's C-A-L-L-I-E-J-E-N-E dot com. And uh, I have an Instagram, that's CallieJean.VA. Um, and yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, hopefully you have uh, already listened to the first episode of the Location Indie series, which is with Jason Moore, who's the co-founder of Location Indie. And coming up next, uh, the following episode will be with Lynn and she is the community manager of Location Indie. So make sure you subscribe to get all of our episodes and many more that uh, we have coming up in the future. There's some really great episodes with some awesome Muddy Network hosts. Uh, until the next time, I hope you're finding calm in this day evening, afternoon, weekend, morning, wherever it is, whatever time it is for you, wherever you are. I hope you're finding calm until next time. Take care.